All right, Rabotai. Today, um, in our halakha, uh, part of the day, I found an interesting teshuvah from Rabbi Shemuel Penhasi in Menhat Shemuel. It's in the third volume, Chedek Shilishi Menhat Shemuel. It's the last teshuvah in the book. I thought it's an interesting question. You know, not every question has to be corona-related. I think some people just can't get off the corona track and every word that comes out of their mouth, they have to somehow connect it to the virus. And they feel that if they talk something outside of the virus, they're talking shalol anyan, and therefore they're out of context. Uh, I don't believe that's the case. I believe, uh, you know, we've been learning the daf. There's no mitzvah to connect every single daf to uh, to necessarily uh, this manim. And it's, uh, it's overkill. You have to just learn because you have to learn. So the question I saw Rabbi Pinhasi discuss over here, it's a Hoshin Mishpat question. It's a twofold question. One question, maybe not so Nogaya to our members, one more Nogaya. The first question, it seems this question was asked by his son, Rabbi Meir. So he says to his father, he says, uh, he's learning in the yeshiva. You know what, let me just, please don't get offended, Rabotai. Please don't get offended. I'm going to mute the members. I think some of our members are working in the sewer today. They went back to work. You can hear the uh, you hear the noise in the background. <clears throat> All right. So the question that they asked his father was, uh, guy learns in the yeshiva. And uh, they have lunch. You know, He has in the dormitory and he goes down for lunch. Uh, can he invite his friend for lunch in the yeshiva? Uh, you know, the kids, uh, he, brings, uh, he tells them, meet me for lunch, we're going to have lunch in the in yeshiva 115, after Minha. Is that considered gezel? The second question, which is more of a nogaya question for us, when you leave a wedding and you take stuff with you home, you were invited to the wedding, you're not a, you know, a freeloader, you take flowers, uh, you take sometimes you know extra food. You make a little tin, and you take stuff out with you. Uh, and your rationale is, hey, I said I was invited. So uh, does that mean you're allowed to hoard uh, things from the hall uh, and take it home? Which, you, as we see, many people, many people do. Now I'm not, I'm not talking about the giveaways that they put a little teddy bear on the table, and that's for taking away. But I'm talking about on the way out, the guy's taking uh, a few bottles of. You know, few bottles of Coca-Cola left on the table. He puts it in the bag, and he takes a couple of, uh, you know, uh, cakes that weren't eaten yet. He throws it in the bag. He says, I was invited. That's the she'ira. So Rabbi Pinhasi's knee-jerk uh, sevara is not what you would have thought. He comes along and says, uh, listen, the yeshiva guy in the lunchroom could have eaten another piece of chicken. And nobody would have stopped him. So therefore, Miku de Zachi le Nafshe, Zachi Nami le Avre. You know, so therefore, I'm, as long as I'm not taken away from the, you know, I'm not inviting a friend that's going to take away from somebody else's food. There's enough food, the yeshiva has enough for everybody. So I can eat three pieces of chicken. There's no, there's no quote on how many pieces of chicken each guy can eat. They make enough for everybody. So therefore, so I'm giving him my, my highlight. Why, why, why shouldn't I be able to, uh, <clears throat> why should I be able to give it to him? And similarly, he says at the wedding, 
Listen, I, I could have eaten the cake if I wanted to. I could have, uh, you know, drink uh, whatever I wanted at the wedding. So therefore, why, why should it forbid me <clears throat> to take it and give it to somebody else? Again, since, since I had rights to eat it there, I'm zokeh. Therefore, why, why should it impact me if I want to give it to someone else? Only problem is, we have an interesting halakha in Shulchan Aruch, and this halakha is based on a, uh, an incredible ma'aseh. My intention is not to scare our members. I know they're scared enough from all the things that are going on. But it's an amazing halakha. And Siman Kuf Ayin. If you have, you can open it up. <coughs> halakha Yud Zayim. Uh, I take that back. Halakha Yud Tet. Orchin. Hanukhnatsin Esel Ba'alabayit. You have guests. And they come to the Balabai, they're guests. Ena mershaim liton melifnehem veliten libno. You cannot take stuff from the table and give it to the Balabai, it's son. Amazing thing. Means the Uven invites you over for, 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 for dinner. And you're, you're sitting there at the dinner, beautiful. The Uven's son, Shimon, comes running in. Oh, can I have an egg? Can I have an egg? You can't give him. You can't give it to him. The Balabai wants to give it to him. Good luck. Ela imken the talor shoot me Balabayit. Or if you ask the Balabai to shoot, hey, the Uben, your kid wants an egg. Can I give him an egg? Not because you're worried the kid's allergic or because it's sugar or because he has to go to bed. Not one of those, uh, you know, uh, those type of items. The Gemara is saying you can't do it. And Shahanuk is posek. Why? Before you get to the reason, this sounds like that even though you're invited, you can't give it to uh, you can't give it to somebody else. You can eat as much as you want, but you have no right to give it to uh, to somebody else. So Hakam Ben Hasi brings this halakha down. He says, "The Yeshlomad Shani Hatam She'en Haben Nimne Ben Amisubim." The 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 son was not. Was not was not invited as was as part of, part of the guests over here, umishum and because of the maaseh shaya, giving to the son is a different deen. It's because of maaseh shaya. What's the maaseh shaya? So the Mishnah Brura tells us the story here. Who takanat hachamim mepne maaseh shaya kedida bechonin maaseh ba'adam mechad shizimen gimel orchim guy invited three guests. To his house, in the time of a famine. So there you go. We have now uh, at Emes, uh, the time of a famine, part of the time of crisis for those that need to have a kesher. All he was able to serve them was three eggs. So the kid of the Baalabayit came to the table. So one of the guests gave him his egg. Hey, kid, take the egg. The second guest gave the egg to the kid. The third guest gave the egg. Now the kids got the three eggs. Ba Aviv Shil Tinok. The father of the Tinok comes. Mitsaoshim Ma'zik Ehad Bifiv. He's got one egg in his mouth. Ushtayim Biyado. And two in his hand. Habato Bekarka. He smashed them to the ground. He made, he made Habut Araba with the kid. Habit Habit Bilabarikh. Umet. And he killed the kid. He killed him. He was embarrassed. I invited three guests over. He took all the uh, eggs. 
When the mother saw what the father did to the kid, she jumped off the roof and committed suicide. When he saw what happened, he jumped off the roof and he, he committed suicide as well. Wow, what a story. So the Gemara over here, after that story happened, you know, talk about a story that, that doesn't have a good ending. This ended the, the worst way possible. Uh, the kid died because he took the eggs. The only ones that survived were the three guests. The poor guys, why you have to be in that? They turned into the Hamra Kadisha, those guys. That case of the Shas, it was a minimum Sauda, three eggs. The Balabayit was embarrassed because she lahim. He was embarrassed now. They're not going to eat anything. Would you, would, you, would, you, would you take the eggs for? If there's a lot of food on the table, there's enough for everybody. Oh, so the Mishnah says, if it was a normal time and there was a lot of food on the table and the kid came and said, I can have a carrot and give it to him, there's no problem. Okay? For sure, although most of they finished eating, Finished the year and there's some leftovers. Okay, so therefore, the Rabbi Perhati says, "Don't bring me a question that you can't give it to the kid." That kid was a, 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 is, is a unique situation. That's talking about where it was a certain Maase Shehaya, and there's not enough food to go around. So he says, "Why are we trying to learn a cloud from a prat? Why you know normally we learn the rule from the from the cloud? What's the cloud? Strange that we bring an example." But it's a normal case that there's normal food. That there's normally food on the table. So why why are we trying to learn a case? We're not. We're, we're, case? we're not. That, 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 we're not. We're not learning. That's exactly what we're saying. We're saying that you cannot learn from the prat. This is an exceptional case. Yeah, it doesn't make. It doesn't make. Yeah, it's it's exceptional exactly. Right. And only so each dog can go far. We say each dog can go far. So the, 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 if the wife is there with them, uh, now you gotta say, well, I gotta ask permission for my wife, and they, and then you can also say like the child is the same thing. The child is uh, a little kid. Is a, it really has a catcher with her mother, with his mother. And we still so forbade it. And, asked, and we still forbade it. And we still said in that exceptional case, you aren't allowed to give it, the eggs to the child yeah. in such a case. So the Magen Avraham... The point is the Magen Avraham says that the cases are not analogous. And he says that in a case where the Balabai puts a lot of food out, you'd be allowed to even take and give it to, 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 to your son and give it to, uh, and give it to somebody else. And that's the way the Hagahot Al-Fasi learns as well. And he says, Unbelievable case now. Have a Baalabayit. He invited you. And now you want to take some of the food. And you want to take that food, not eat it. And you go, Mikadesh lady. You tell the lady, He's not the most romantic guy, obviously. But the point is, do you say that that hamburger, Gezid, the Agahot Al-Fasi says no. He says, once the Balabayin invites you, it's your food. It's your food to do whatever you want with it. You're allowed to even be Mekadesh in Isha. So, uh, the question over here is, do we, do, do, do we hold like that? 
דהגהות סס, בעל הבית המזמן אורחים לשולחנו ולקח אחד מהם וקידש את האישה, מקודשת, שאין בעל הבית מקפיד עליהם אם יעשו כל הפסיהם במזונותיהם. They can do whatever they want with their food. They give you your food. You, you want to eat it, you want to put it on your head, you want to put it in your pocket, you want to be מקדש את אישה, it's yours. <coughs> so, uh, In this case over here, it might be different. Because over here, he ate already, and now he wants to take more food and give it to somebody else. Like the case of the wedding, he ate already. In the case of the yeshiva, the guy ate already. So in the case of the other guy, he's taking his food that he would have eaten, he wants to make Kadesh a lady with it. Okay, it's no problem. He's going to do whatever he wants. The balabai cannot be, cannot cannot protest. But in this case of it, where he ate, and now he wants to take more food and he give it to his friend. On the claim that said, well, I could eat it, I could have eaten it myself. Maybe the Balabai is Macbeth in such a case. So he says, maybe we can bring a proof from a Gemara in Baba Metzi'ah, Dav Tzadibet. Over there, the Gemara has a question about a worker, a Po'el. The Gemara's question is, Po'el Meshel Atzmoho Ochel or Meshel Shamayim? When a worker eats, is he eating his food that he's entitled to as a worker, Meshil Atzmo, or is he entitled it that God, so to speak, allows him to eat that food? The Gemara says, what's the nafkabina? Can the po'el tell the work, the employer, give my food to my wife? If you say it's what's coming to him, is eating it, he can do whatever he wants with his food. He can tell the, the employee to give, it, to give it to his children instead, to give it to his wife. But if you say no, the Po'el, God gave you a, 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 a present, so to speak, that you, you're allowed to eat, that he has to feed you. To the Po'el, God gave him. But he didn't give it to his wife. So that she explains, Mishel Atzmo, what does it mean, Mishel Atzmo? HaTorah Hosifa Keschidato, the Torah added to the salary of the Po'el, you get lunch also, lunch included. And besides the Torah's mandate, you have to pay your worker, the Torah also says part of his salary is, you got to feed him. So therefore, just like he can give his salary to somebody else, can't the worker tell the, the employer, listen, don't pay me the $100 you owe me, give it to my wife. Of course he can. It's his money. He can give it to whoever he wants. So too, if you learn that the food belongs to him, Medin Poel, Zochel Asmo, he can tell the employer, give the food to whoever I want. But if you say, or you say, no, the, really, it's tzedakah that Hashem gave you. Really, you don't deserve to, to, for, a, for a balabai to feed you. You're a worker. Bring your own lunch. Torah says, you know what? Uh, you have to do with the balabai. So that she says, until this food comes to the, to, 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 to the worker's hand, it's not his. So he cannot tell the employee, give it to my wife. It's not yours. If you say it's like his salary, it's mine. So therefore, I can tell you to give it to whoever I want to. But if you say that it's not a salary, it's a chesed. So therefore, the chesed was given to you, not to your wife. So therefore, and, and the Rabbam, by the way, is, is, is posek lahmir. Rabbam is posek that po'el is zochem and ashamayim. It's chesed. Really, it's not, his, it's not his wages. He doesn't own it, the Rabbam says. 
Harambam even goes further. Harambam holds, even after you gave him the food to eat, he's not allowed to give it to his wife. You gave it to him, his lunch. You're a worker, you can't. I gave it to you to eat. You don't want to eat it, give it back. You can't uh, start giving it to your wife. So Rabbi Pinhasi says, if we hold like the Rambam, why don't you say the same thing of a balabite? When he invites you over, now you want to take some uh, doggy bag, you want to give it to your wife. Maybe we'll say the same thing. The guy says, listen, I, I, I invited you over. I didn't invite uh, your wife. Now you're taking the, when the Shiva guy. I invited you to give you the food. I didn't invite uh, uh, this other guy. So he says that no. You're going to bring a proof from that case. Why? Clearly there's a difference between a worker and a guest. The dynamics are clearly different. The oreyah, a balabayit, when he invites a guest, he gives him b'shefai, he gives him the food, enjoy it. No, no employer wants to feed his workers, by the way. We know that. He's feeding his workers against his will. We know that. It costs the money. So therefore, when it comes to a worker, then we say, hey, you can't give it to somebody else. It was given to you to eat, and that's it. You want to give it to your wife? Then give it back to us. However, when it comes to a guest, a guest is not being, who, to, who told the the, the, the the host to invite the guy. No, don't we put a gun to his and you're forced to invite. You invite him because he's a malabite. He wants to give the guy uh, So therefore, Nakam writes that do whatever you want. You want to take the food, you want to give it to, to your wife, give it to you. I'm not my feed. He, he, he doesn't care. And therefore he wants to say that according to the Rambam, that was Mahmir by Oreya, by, by Poel, that said, the Poel cannot do whatever he wants with the food. You do hakab yasle Oreya ka'amur. Tiyesh lehalek. Imken hakadami bididon didan. Hare ben Torah, this guy in the yeshiva, dinokidin Oreya. He's like a guest. The yeshiva invites him to come have food over there. Shanhalat yeshiva manicha befanab. Baruch Abba. Here's all the food, yeshiva boy. Eat. Veshema beshashen natal manem miyuteret. Zakabazeh. Right? Which means, let's say he takes an extra piece of chicken. It's his. Eat whatever you want. So once it's his, he can do whatever he wants with it. I can say, you know what? Take, uh, let, me, let me invite a friend over. Even if he's not part of the minyan. Again, this is all talking unless there's a sign that says the yeshiva does not allow any freeloaders to come in. And if you do that, you hayav gezel. And you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, if they put one of those signs up, it means they're makpid. We're talking about over here where you don't have any indication that they're makpid. I think Rabbi Ben-Azi's Chiluk is a very good Chiluk. You cannot compare a, a, an employer that's makpid to a balabayit. That's not makpid. A, when the po'el eats, if you say that, that it's really not his work, it's not his salary, which we hold. Po'el min shamayim kazachule. Min shamayim, the Torah says, listen, we're going to do you a favor. We're telling the employees got to give you lunch. But you don't own that lunch. It's not yours to do what you want. Yours to eat. But you, you, to give it to somebody else, the mom says you cannot. But I wouldn't, we wouldn't say that by an oreyah. Oreyah, the balabayin invites a b'shefa. Baruch Abba, eat. You want to eat one piece of chicken? You want to eat two pieces of chicken? You want to give it to somebody else? I'm not makbid. As long as it doesn't impact somebody else. Which obviously, if let's say there's 30 guys in the yeshiva and there's 30 pieces of chicken and the guy's going to come now and invite an extra guy, somebody, some guy's going to be the odd man out. Of course we're not talking about that case. Over there. We're talking about where they make a lot of, a lot of extra over there. And therefore, since he could have eaten it, there's no hakpadat to give it to somebody else. He finds an interesting case. 
by a uh, the oreach that's eating by the balabayit's house. There's a big question in the halakha. Let's see what, how we would answer this. At what point does the guest own the food that he's eating? When does he own the food? Uh, you say, what's the difference? What, what do I care when he owns the food? He's eating it anyway. So now I want to know at what point does the guest at a meal take ownership of the of the food that he has? What would you say? At what when point? Plate, oh, plate, when he showed up. That's interesting. Yeah, when he showed up. Uh, okay, that beautiful. Could you just just remind me? I, I forgot the Kinyanim. What's the Kinyan of showing up? I forgot that Kinyan. What's that called in Halakha? Kinyan showing up? I know there's Kinyan Meshicha, there's Kinyan Hagbaha, there's Kinyan Kesef. Must be this Kinyan showing up also. That's the fourth Kinyan. Okay, so there you go. So we have now a new Kinyan called Kinyan appearing. The guy appeared. And therefore he's Konet Medin Kinyan. I am here. I am I am present. The present Kinyan. Okay, that's uh, news to me. Any other, any, anybody else want to make up a new Kinyan to tell us when the, uh, the, uh, the Oreya is Kone? Besides Kinyan, I showed up. It's on his plate, or it's on his plate. Oh, so. Because no one's going to want it afterwards, so it's, it's Ma'us. Afterwards, it's ma'us. So how could you say afterwards? Okay, you're giving a cash jam. It's not, it's not always ma'us. Guy puts a piece of chicken on his plate, then decides to return it. I mean, the plate's you clean. Know, a lot of people wouldn't want to do that. Uh, but but I, anyway, they, they asked they ask the, uh, ask the Benish High this question. And the Benish High comes along and says, Matai zakha b'mana hamugeshet lefanav. So the Reyach b'Babel, the Reyach is the, the Ben Yosef Haim b'Babel, in Rav Pa'alim, Chelek Aleph, Ibn Ha'ezu Siman Yud Gimal, writes, B'Shem HaRashbesh, the Oreyach HaMeseb b'Sa'udah, Etzel Balabayit, Mide'agbe, once he picks it up, Kanye. So it's a normal Kenyan that we always know, Kenyan Hagbaha, when he lifts it up, V'Kamele B'Rshute, and once he picks it up, says the Ben Yishai, Unbelievable. It's yours. That's a very important yesod. That once you pick it up, you can do whatever you want with that food. Which is the balabite cannot say, hey, I invited you to eat. You don't want to eat? You don't own that. No, no, he didn't give me stipulations. You invited me. I pick up the chicken. Who owns that chicken at that point of the hagbaha? The guest. The guest says, you know what? I I, I heard there's a new, there's a new, um, there's a new uh, 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 remedy for pimples that you rub chicken on your face up and down and gets rid of acne. You can't stop the guy from doing that. If the guy wants to do that. The balabai can The balabai says, "Hey, I gave you the chicken to eat. Well, you didn't give me the chicken. No, you didn't give me rules. It's my chicken. I can do whatever I want with it, including which is the real hadush, to mikdash a lady, because you're only allowed to mikdash a lady with your kesef. Ha mikdash begezel eno mikdashet. So therefore." The uh, Benish Hai is so sure, based on the that it's the owner's food to do as he as he pleases with it. And by the way, he does quote a Maharit. The Maharit says, "Lo piv." Okay, until you actually put it in your mouth. Okay, we have to see what type of Kenyan that is, but that's the Kenyan over there. Um, now. How do we hold the halakha? The Ramah in Shuhana Ruch in Ibn Ezer discusses a guy at a meal and taking food and making kiddushin. Listen to the case in Shuhana Ruch Ibn Ezer Chafchet 
Yud Zayin. I'm reading Maran first. Maran is an interesting case. Hanichnas lebet havero. Guy walks into his friend's house. Velakach lo keli. He takes a, a vessel. Or ochel. Or he takes some food from the guy's cupboard. He wasn't a guest, wasn't invited. Guy's a husho. The guy went to his friend's house. He went to the club, took a bag of cashews. Okay, beautiful. He goes to a lady. So the, uh, and then what's happened? And the balabayit came. He said, I don't believe this guy. He took a... Why'd you give it a cash? You should have gave it a, uh, the dates. The Balabai is saying that. Why'd you give it a cash? Why'd you give it? So it sounds like he's uh, he's okay with it. Ena mekudeshet. You know why? Shelo amalu davarze ela kedesh shelo lehit bayesh imo. He didn't want to embarrass the guy. He didn't want to get embarrassed. So he tells the guy, "Hey, I came here to take the big item," but he's he's not happy. Unbelievable point. So we learned that. But when you make Kiddushin, you gotta own, it's got to be your money. And that's why sometimes the rabbis, under the chuppah, you hear them say to the hatan, is this your coin? That's, that, that's the real question to ask. Is this your coin? Sometimes the rabbis ask the wrong question. Did you buy it with your own money? That, that, that confuses the hatan. Because a lot of times he didn't buy it with his own money. A lot of times he got it as a gift from his father. And then what, what is the hatan? He panics and he lies. Yeah, 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 I bought it with my own money. You lie, you didn't buy it with your own money. But he's answering that because he doesn't want to ruin the, the wedding. Because the rabbi just said, so that, that's the wrong question. And therefore, a wrong question gets the wrong answer. Did you buy it with your own money? That's not the look to buy with your own money. And let's say he tells the rabbi, no, I did not buy with my own money. And that rabbi would get flustered. Oh, oh, it's a problem. It's not a problem. The question is, do you own it? Yes. How do you own it? I found it in the middle of the street. It was a lost object and I picked it up. The Mishnah Bamasiyah says, He owns it. He didn't pay for it. He found it as a Mitzvah. Or his father gave it to him as a Matana. <laughs> Therefore, that's the point. My point is the kiss of kiddushin that you use cannot be gezer. So this guy that went into his friend's house and took the cashews and made kiddushin, even though the balabayit says, "Oh, you should have given him the should have given her the dates." Nah, he's just doing that to save face. He doesn't want to embarrass him. Therefore, gezer. So look what the Ramah writes under Maran. Oh, but let's say. He takes something that you know the Balabite is not going to be makpid on. Kegon temara or egoz. Oh, so I guess a date the Balabite is not makpid on. So maybe the first case is the guy took a um, the guy took a lamp. He took a lamp out of the guy's house. Had that be conditionally. And the Balabite came in and said, what'd you give her a lamp for? You should have given her the piano. He's only saying that to save face. But if you took something that's insignificant that the guy had is this safik mikudeshit. Wow, it's not even Mikudesh um, for sure, it's Safik. Then look at the Ramah. Oreyah, she yoshev etzel ba'alabayit, v'notel helko, v'kidesh bo, havi Mikudesh. So Ramah clearly holds, a guest that comes to the house and takes the food, he could do whatever he wants with it, even to be Mikudesh in Isha. And once we say that, the Rav now comes along and says like this. 
כל עוד הדבר אין גורע ומחסם בחולים אחרים. So long as by inviting your friend to the yeshiva's lunch, it doesn't cause anybody else to lose out. Exactly. Which means, bottom line, as long as it's not going to impact anybody else, every time the yeshiva guy picks up a piece of chicken, it's his. It's his to mekadesh and isha. Call chicken to give it to his friend to eat. So therefore, just like he could have taken it for himself to do whatever he wants, he can invite an extra guy in order to give it to him, and therefore you're giving it to him from himself. By the way, in Isha that wasn't invited to the Sa'uda, obviously we're talking about, not a lady that was invited to the Sa'uda, you're a Kedesh lady outside, because it's yours. Like it says, Very good. If I can Kedesh Isha with this piece of chicken, why can't I give it to my friend? So therefore, he wants to come along and say, in the case of the, um, of the, of the yeshiva guy, no problem. That's a very, very interesting halakha. Or, or you invite, uh, I guess, like a sabbat. That would be a case of the sabbat. You know, a guy's invited to the sabbat, and he brings, a, he brings a tag along with him, assuming he's not taking away somebody's chair, and uh, you know, the guy's not getting charged by the head. The food's all on the table and all that. So... I tell the guy, here, take a kibbeh. No, no, I wasn't invited. I was invited. I was invited. I was invited. I could take this kibbeh and say, I'm a condition if I wanted to. So if I could be Kaddish a lady, why can't I give it to you? I could eat it myself, by the way. What? Make hagbaha. Mede agbaha. Kanya. So the kaurah, there would be uh, uh, no problem for, uh, 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 again, I'm not saying it's the most ethical guy that crashes sabbats and, uh, and eating uh, uh, free food, but it, that's all it is. It's free food. It's not stolen food. But, but that, that, Rabotai, that would only be if you're uh, coming with somebody that was invited. Which means because you're coming along and saying, I'm giving you my chalik. But probably just to come in, whose chalik you're taking? Unless you know that the Balabite is not makpeed and says, okay, listen, Baruch Abba, is any, is any, but that, that would the Kaurishan ask permission in that case. Where you're just freeloading without a guy. I'm talking about a case where I'm going to a Sabbath and I tell, it happens all the time. I tell my son, Yosef, walk with me to the Sabbath, and then we'll walk home together. Not that I want to, just walk with me. I wasn't invited. So I wasn't invited. You're coming with daddy. Come and sit with me. Okay, we sit at the Sabbath together. Now he wants to eat. So no, no, I wasn't invited. I, I can't eat. No, you're eating for my chalik. I, I, I tell him, eat with it. I could have eaten it if I wanted to. I could go make a lady with it. So if I could get, as long as, again, it's not impacting, you know, taking extra food that's not going to be for somebody else, which is never the case in our stories over there. Now we get to the... Why not? No, you don't have to make Since I could have done it, since I could have done it, so he's eat, I could have eaten it, so he's eating from me. He's eating from my, from my portion. The balabai, put it this way, the balabai is not makpeer on how much I eat. And therefore, I can, give my, I can do with my, my portions as much as, you know, as much as I want. Therefore, it's all included like, it's all included in that. Now, the question is, taking food for the road at a wedding. So Hakam Penhasi's rule is over here is, and, and here, here it gets a little tricky, because sometimes, and I don't think it applies in our cases, you can return food to the caterer, and you get a rebate. Stuff that wasn't eaten, stuff that wasn't... Uh, so in that case over there, if you're taking extra stuff home, the Balabai is makpid. I, I pay, I'm giving you food to eat. But now I'm going to have to pay extra because I can return the food. 
But again, that usually doesn't happen. They don't return food. But by flowers, for example, flowers, you also the same thing. They usually throw them out. You ever see what happens at the end of the weddings? Uh, uh, sometimes they stick around by the chuppah to pray arbit, and the guys come in, they're just pulling all the flowers off the chuppah into the garbage. So therefore, there should be no problem to take flowers that are going to get thrown in the garbage. The guy's not giving them back to the florist. Uh, and the only thing I will tell you is that it's definitely a problem to take the flowers from the centerpieces at the wedding itself, in the middle of the wedding. The Malabites Macbeth. If everybody's going to start taking the centerpieces, now you ruin the whole uh, the reception. Which means the stuff from the chuppah, that room is empty. Why well, go to the chuppah room and take some stuff that's off the off the uh, off the chuppah? Well, no one's going back in that room anymore. That I would say, no problem. But in the middle of a wedding, to go start cleaning off the tables of, of, of centerpieces, obviously the malabite is going to be makpid. But the question is, what about what about a bottle of soda? A closed bottle of soda. Closed bottle. My wife has a pocketbook. I say, you know something, we're invited. I could have drinking the soda here, by the way. If I wanted to, I could have opened it and drink it. Nobody could tell me nothing. So therefore, you know what? Put the bottle in the pocketbook and take it out. Problem or no problem? It's a problem. Rabbi Pernas says, why? Because forget about the host. The caterers McPete on that. Because the caterer takes all these closed bottles and he puts them back into the stock. And he'll use it for tomorrow night's wedding. Now, even if the host paid for it, so the host will will take it home, a closed bottle. He gets it to, to take it home. So therefore, if it's an it's open bottle, no mistake, the host is not taking an open bottle home, the, the, the caterer is not using an open bottle, oh, you want to take an open bottle and put it in your pocketbook and take it home, no problem. But let's say you have a complete cake. So I was invited. If I wanted to stay here, I could have eaten the whole cake. You're right. But to take the whole cake and bring it home, they're makpeed. Because, again, a lot of the... Le- a, a, a lot of the leftover food the balabaya takes, especially the stuff that's not eaten into, like a full cake. So therefore, it, to, who gives you the right to take the full cake? Like, let, let the guy who paid for the wedding take the full cake home. Now, in the Khanami, you want to cut it and eat it at the wedding, and so the guy put it out for you to eat. He's not going to stop you from that. But once you're going home already, and you're taking a doggy bag, so the Rav writes like this, and I'm quoting now. Closed bottles. Uh, that's a good one. Guy goes to the bar. He takes a, a closed bottle of Glenlivet. A beauty. I was invited to the wedding. Therefore, he starts clipping all the closed bottles of, uh, of scotch and, and, and all, all the wines. So, I was invited. You're right. You could have stayed there like Ashverosh and drink all the bottles if you wanted to. But you said, I'm, I'm going to take it home. No. Shekin vadai makpidim. You can use it again for tomorrow's wedding, so he's Macbeed. And we know they, they rehash uh, closed bottles. Now, it's true the, the, the guests could have opened the bottle. So long as they're in the place, you, you don't, by the way, that's an important point to point out. You have a, a beautiful, nice uh, cake at the end of the meal uh, at a wedding, and nobody cut into it. You don't have to worry and say, Eh, I'm cutting into it, it's gezel. You know, I should be the one that breaks the cake. Maybe the guy wants to take it home. No, they put it out to dessert. You can cut it open. There's no problem. You don't have to worry about ruining the cake. Once the guy put it on the table, he put it on the table, somebody to eat. Somebody has to break the ice. But we're talking about over here that if it's closed, so he says, a full cake or a, you know, a closed bottle. 
עבד עם הבקבוק, שתייה. Now he writes in parentheses, שתייה קלה. A light, soft drink. Because even a half a bottle of Glenlivet, the guy's going to use it tomorrow. He's not going to throw it out. So therefore, on, on soft drink, or שירי אוכלין, leftover food, שאינה בשימוש חוזר. That's important. That's not going to be used again. Leftover food, the caterer is not going to take it. And uh, a lot of times, the stuff that's on the table, the balabai doesn't take home. What does the balabai usually take home? The stuff that's still in the kitchen that they didn't bring out, they put it in tins and the guy takes it home. But the stuff that's on the table, a lot of that time, unless they are taking it. It depends. It depends. If it's going to be thrown in the garbage, you can take whatever you want. And he says that that is, um, that is pashut to the way you understand it. So, so therefore it comes out according to this, when a guy goes to a wedding, or sometimes on the way out, they have like uh, doggy bags they give you. They give you, I don't, I don't want to say doggy, they give you a bag and they put a cookie in it, they put a piece of cake in it for the road. So would I be allowed to take two? I want to take one for me and one for my wife. Why not? There's no limit on how much I can take. And once I pick it up, it's mine. Guess what? I can pick it up and say I have the condition to, to, to a lady. So the chawra, as long as I'm not, listen, I'm not going to take 40 of them and say, well, I'm bringing it to the kolel now. And that guy said, hey, who, who, who took all the cookies? They look at the video. This guy, Rabbi Mansour, came in and he took 40, uh, 40 pieces. And he said, oh, the rabbi said you can take it. Once you pick it up, you own it. Once you pick it up, you own it. But that's uh, where you don't impact other people. Here now, now 40 guests didn't get uh, cookies. We're talking about where the guy's besechen. There's a whole bunch of them. He takes an extra one for his wife. There would be no... So when his wife, he comes home, his wife says, where'd you get this cookie from? For, from the bris. Oh, did you ask? Did you eat? You don't have to be such a... Such a you don't want to eat it? Give it to me. I'll eat it. You want, you, you. The point is, there's, uh, there's definitely room to be... Now let me just review one, two, three, three conclusions of Rabbi Pinhasi. Number one. If you could assume that there's no hakpada, you can invite the friend to sit at the yeshiva's meal or at a sabbat and stuff like that. So long as he's not going to impact other bahurim that are supposed to be there at all. Number two, uh, or number three actually, if the Baal Olam, if the if the caterer is going to use it, the stuff tomorrow, you cannot use it. Hard drinks. Or full half bottles of scotch, which the owner is going to use again. <coughs> or closed bottles of soft beverages. Or manot basar ba'of. Manot basar ba'of. All of a sudden, the guy goes to the table. He he, he he goes to the wedding with a tin. His wife has a tin in in, in her uh, in her, in a pocketbook. At the end of the wedding, they take out the tin and they start going to the buffet and they're putting all the chicken and all the lamb chops that are left over in the in the item over there. And she puts it up. She says, "Listen, I don't take flowers. I take lamb chops. That's my menag. I don't take flowers. I'm not much people don't take lamb chops." So the rabbi says over there. Uh, no, that you can't assume. Or the Haluka. 
unless you know that they're throwing it out or giving it away, you cannot take that type of item. Because those items, the assumption is either the host is taking it home or the balabai is going to reuse it because it's a hashuv item and it's uh, it's uh, it's considered a hakbada. So anyway, again, these are hoshim mishpat questions. Um, but the point is that uh, such things like that, most people don't even think. Ah, meeting, what's the difference? But you have to actually always question yourself, is this not only kosher, meaning in kashrut, in ingredient standpoint, but is it kosher from a dinah, mamonot standpoint as well? Okay, Rabotai, stop over here. Rabbi, yes. Rabbi, I have a question. Okay. If let's say you hired a caterer to do the affair, do you have to point out to him if he's very like picky, like you're gonna, you have to t- say in the contract. All the food for this affair, I want to donate to the yeshiva after the affair, whatever you put out, I want to, you know, collect it and give it to yeshiva, or he's going to say, because maybe you get into an argument with him. No, it's your, it's your food, you're paying for it, you can do whatever you want with it. You have definitely a right to say to the caterer that anything that I paid for, that's part of this contract, if it's left over, I want it to go to, uh, to the yeshiva, 100%. But, but then again, once already he's giving it away, so you can take it also then. That's not much peed on it. The caterer is not much peed on it. The balabai is not much peed on it. Hakam, is this going to be the same case as uh, like an all-inclusive breakfast, taking for additional meals? Or is it, that would be a, a different set of factors? Let's that talk about that. You mean go to the hotels in Israel and they have all-you-can-eat breakfast. Well, breakfast, right, right. And like many people do, they take a bag with them. They fill up uh, lunch. Lechaurai, you could have eaten it there. Lechaurai, you could have eaten it there. And you're taking it for yourself, especially if you're taking it for yourself. And, there's, and there's, there's enough. There's enough. A lot of that food they throw out, they don't serve it the next day, bread and stuff like that. That you're taking tuna fish and stuff like that. It's for one day. They don't save it. Lechaurai, for yourself, you can... Listen, I could take a, I could take a, a bun from that breakfast and make a lady with it, according to the way we're learning over there. I was invited. It's yeah. my and the, the, again, I'm not impacting anybody. So I say, oh, the guy took an extra roll. Now there's no more food left for the hotel. That's not, that's not the case. Kauda, it should be. Uh, Does it matter that you paid for it? Because I paid for it. That that's the reason why I'm allowed to do that because I paid right. for it. All the more so. It seems like it's a, yeah. You're not a guest so much here. You paid for this. Oh, because in, in, in the in the breakfast case, yeah. All the more so. I'm saying if you, even if you were a guest in the hotel. So let's say the hotel, the manager said, we want to invite you for a, a breakfast this morning. That's it. Once he invites me, so therefore whatever I take is, uh, again, in reason. I'm not taking the, obviously I can't take closed bottles like we learned, that they're McPeed on, but on things that I would be able to eat there, that if it wasn't eaten there, it would get thrown out. They're not doing anything else with it. Called chicken, where I paid for you, you'll say, oh, but you only paid for the breakfast. I paid for whatever I can eat. Then limit me how much. If a guy can go back 20 times, have 25 omelets if he wants. Somebody can come and stop him. So how about you can bring a guest also? I'm staying here, come for breakfast, we'll have a meeting. The Chaura? But I think over there, the, the hotels are Makpid. There we know there's a Hakpada. They, the, how many people are in Yes, there? they're Makpid. They want to, they're, they're making money on this. When they, they a, a, a Bala buy it, He's inviting, okay, he's more free. But a hotel's a business. That's a business, they're McPee. They're not, they don't want you to invite freebies. That's different. That's like the Poel. The, the, the case of the Poel, he don't want to feed the guy. He, he's feeding him against his will. The case of the, of the hotel, I want to get paid. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in the business over here of Achnasat uh, Orchim. 
So therefore, for sure that would be Gezel, a guy sneaking into a breakfast, or not sneaking in, getting invited from a paying customer, and then eating on that guy, no. No, the guy who pays has a right, but the guy who doesn't pay doesn't have a right. But, but my point is, once you pay, once you pay, they didn't tell me how much I could eat. I eat what I want. I want to take it in a bag later on. They didn't say, you can only eat the breakfast in this for amot. I want to eat the breakfast in my room. I want to eat it on the bus later on. I want to... They, they, they don't limit me on that. There's no, there's no exclusion on that, I don't think. No, that's Robin Hood. That's Robin Hood. You have no right to steal from the rich and give to the poor unless you're Robin Hood. Rabbi, an open bottle, can you take it? Open bottle of what? Of what? Soft drink. At a wedding, yes. Rabbi Penhazi says at a wedding, yes, because nobody's using it. The balabai's not taking it home. The caterer is not reusing it. You were you could have drinking it there. Take it home. No, in a hotel. You you finish your breakfast. There's an open bottle. Can you take it back to your room? Listen, uh, uh, seemingly the hotel's not using it. It's it's it's, it's for the yeah. You could have drinking it there. Seemingly, seemingly, seemingly. Okay. Seemingly, yeah. I mean, uh, again, but they're stickless sometimes in the hotels when they see you taking a bite. Hey, sir, you can't. Uh, you have to know how hotels, because that's a business. Once you once you put the business element in it, people are very macbeat on the on the littlest item. But a, a host, which is a little more ba'ayin toba, for sure, the rabbi said you could take open bar, not of scotch, of course, but of cheap drinks like you know and stuff like that, seltzer and stuff like that, water. Okay, but don't do that at my weddings, by the way. If I see you leaving my wedding with a bottle. I'll be very upset at you, Izzy. I hope not. I hope you bring a bottle. Don't take any bottles with you, please. <laughs> Hypothetical we're talking. Hypothetical. <laughs> All right, Rabotai. We'll talk to you later. 6.30. Okay, boys. Okay. Okay.